Hey mama and happy Wednesday. I have talked about having time for yourself or you and your spouse in the evenings after the kids go to bed, but what if your kids don't go to bed at a decent time? Is it a constant fight at night to get your kids to go to sleep? Are you ready for bed before they even get in their rooms and you are just begging them to stay in their room to go to sleep? Are your kids interrupting your evening time by coming out 10 different times to get a snack, glass of water, ask countless questions, or just have some random excuse to not stay in their room? Or maybe you have little ones that just won't go to sleep unless you're laying with them until they fall asleep. Then you wake up hours later just to transition yourself to your own bed. I was that one. Does any of this sound familiar? It's time to get your kids a bedtime routine so you can have your own time back and everyone can get the sleep they need. Are you sick of always feeling rushed? Does it feel like you're constantly forgetting things? Are you frequently frustrated and snapping at your kids, spouse, or all of the above? Are you ready for peace and joy to flow through you in your home? In this podcast, you will find solutions to bring peace and joy back to what may feel like chaos. It is my mission to help you be restored to who God intended you to be so you can wake up refreshed and excited for each new day. When God speaks of restoration, it is always in abundance, and when restored, it is better than how it started. God promised us a better life and a better future for us and our families. If you are ready to say yes to the life God created you for and for peace to flow through your home, mind, and spirit, then you have come to the right place. I'm Jen, a wife, mom, and Jesus lover. I spent six years as a single mom, then married, became a stepmom, and we blended our families, diving in headfirst from a chaotic single mom life to a chaotic mom and wife life. I struggled to keep my sanity. I looked to everything and everyone else to avoid the drowning feelings of failure and uncertainty. I finally realized there was a better way. Life was meant to be truly lived. God had a purpose for me and our family, and the way we were living was not it. God showed me what structure, organization, and a healthy mindset can do to bring joy back into my home and marriage. Through that, God showed me what biblical restoration in my life can look like. I am here to share that with you. Wherever you are starting from, if you are ready to find peace, joy, and your sanity once again, or for the first time ever, along with getting back to the root of who God created you to be, this podcast is for you. Find a new joy-infused marriage and laughter and fun to replace the stress and frustration with your kiddos as you join me for real talk through the pain, struggle, and joy and freedom on the other side. So warm up that cold coffee, find a kid-free chair, and pop in those earbuds. It's time to dive in. So it is bright and early on Wednesday morning. Normally I try to have these episodes recorded earlier, but my husband is home for a six-week paternity leave, full paid, which is amazing, but it's got my routine a little off. So sorry that this is being published a little bit later, but at least it's on Wednesday. So we're good and I'll get in a good routine. We're going to talk a little bit about bedtime routines and getting your kids to bed at a decent time not just for them, but also for your sanity. So you can have a little of your own peaceful kid-free time without being completely exhausted. If you have new little ones, it's important to teach them healthy sleep habits now so that they have those healthy habits as they grow into their adulthood. If you have older kids, it's never too late. It just might be a little more difficult. I'm going to start with these are pretty simple, basic tips. If you are just in dire need of something extravagant because it is horrible getting your kids to bed. I would suggest going to Taking Care of Babies and purchasing one of her courses. She's amazing and super helpful. I have linked her website in the show notes. 
First thing that you want to make sure you're doing is starting a routine and make sure your kids know what their expectations are. Basic expectations and ground rules you can lay at the very beginning is that they can only come out of their room for an emergency, for water, if they have to go to the bathroom, anything else that you say is okay and reasonable. Make sure they know what the rules are and stick with them. It's okay to detour, but it should be an exception and not the rule. So if they know what the expectations are, then it's a lot easier for them to follow it. Now, this is going to be a big change for your kids, so be prepared for pushback, frustration, and some difficulties. It's not going to be the easiest thing you've ever done. So just be prepared and have grace for yourself and patience for your kids. If you aren't already doing this, you want to make sure to do something special with each child every night. If you have multiple children, try to have one-on-one time with each of them, even if it's only just for a minute or two. It is going to make them feel special and it'll help them sleep better because they're not going to be searching for last minute attention from you. So it'll be a lot easier for them to stay in their room and fall asleep well. As you're preparing your kids for this new transition, if they're old enough, have a conversation with them. Let them know why they need to have a bedtime routine and why it's important to go to bed at a decent time. If they aren't old enough to understand, just simply showing them and consistency will help to begin a routine and teach them. All right, so you're going to have this conversation with them, but you don't even understand why it's important to have a bedtime routine and go to bed at a decent time. Well, for one, you need your grown-up time. You need to have one-on-one time with your spouse, and you need time for you. I had that conversation with my 10-year-old. She was nine at the time, and I explained to her why it was important for me and Johnny to have our time together. And then when she's married, she'll be able to do the same thing. I have my time with her but I need my time with my husband too. And I also explained why it's so important for her to get her sleep and have her routine. My kid's toned down version, of course. She understood and and hasn't been a fight since. She has her room time and the time she needs to be in bed. 8 p.m. is time to be in her room and by 9 p.m. she should be in bed. She understands the importance of it. Not that she likes it every night, (laughs) but she doesn't argue and she knows the house rules because we've set the expectations. Giving your kids the ability to put themselves to sleep, have a healthy bedtime routine, and sleep habits, it's going to set them up for successful sleep the rest of their life. It may be difficult at first, but it's only going to get easier, and it's only going to benefit the whole family in the long run. It will give you the assurance that you can have time to yourself or with your spouse in the evening and the alone time that you can count on, and you're going to know that you won't have all the interruptions. It'll show your kids the importance of taking that time for you and taking that time for your marriage. If they see you putting your marriage first at a young age, they're going to be putting their marriage first when they grow up, get married, and have kids, and that's an important thing to teach. Having a routine before bed helps them and you as a grown-up to get your mind ready. Following the same routine before bed prepares your mind and body to fall asleep. It tells your brain that it's time for bed and it triggers those melatonin levels to kick in. Just like sitting down at the table with food in front of you tells your body that it's time to eat and your mouth starts to salivate, you start getting ready to digest the food that you're about to eat. Your body knows it's time to eat and it's doing the necessary things that needs to happen to prepare to be able to process and digest the food. Your body during the bedtime routine is doing that same exact thing. It's doing what it needs to prepare to be able to fall asleep. A predictable routine also gives your child and you a sense of security, and it's going to teach them how to fall asleep on their own. Research shows that children who follow bedtime routines are more likely to go to sleep earlier. They take less time falling asleep. They sleep better, more sound they'll sleep longer, and they wake up less during the night, and they'll continue to have healthy sleep habits as they grow. If you don't sleep well and have healthy sleep habits now as a grown-up, that shows you just how important it is to teach your children 
so that they can grow up and have those healthy sleep habits the rest of their life. So that's the importance of teaching them healthy sleep habits. But how do we even do it? Like I said, we want to start this whole process by making sure that they feel special and important. And that means some one-on-one time. It may be a difficult thing to work in your nighttime routine if you aren't already doing it, but it is a very important thing to add in there. Something you can do to help get them prepared and get their body prepared is using essential oils like lavender. It'll help soothe them. You can have a diffuser going in their room with lavender or even in the living room just to get it started. Lavender is calming and soothing and it will help relax them and get them prepared for bed. You could even just make a little homemade pillow spray with lavender and spray it on their pillow and their bed. If they're old enough, they can help. They can help you fill up the diffuser, put the water in there, drop the oils in there, turn it on, and they can help you spray the bed. My not even two-year-old knows what the diffuser is, and he can help me get it started. He sometimes just goes over there and points at it because he wants it on. He's just used to it. If you teach your child how to do it, it's less for you to do, and it can start to become a part of the bedtime routine. Number one was have some one-on-one time, and number two was use the diffuser and the pillow spray to prepare their bodies to sleep. Number three is make it the same time every night. If it's the same time, it's easy for their bodies to adjust, and it's also better and easier for them mentally to prepare. For some really little ones, like Caleb, he's only two months, it is important, like almost down to the minute, to get him down. If it's too late or too early, he's not going to put himself to sleep. He has to be at just that right drowsy state to be able to put himself to sleep at this age. He does great for naps. We're working on the the nighttime thing on getting him to put himself to sleep, but he'll get there. He's just, just a baby. But James, ever since he was six months old, he's just done terrific. But it started with consistency and making it the exact same time so that they knew what was going on, their bodies were ready, and their minds were ready. And making it at the same time every night is easier for you as the parent to plan your evening and prepare and know what's going to happen. Number four, no electronics after a set time. 30 minutes before bed is the minimum time that's recommended. It makes it hard for your brain to shut off. That blue light will stimulate the brain and it makes it hard to calm those thoughts to be able to go to sleep. And it also suppresses that melatonin levels that you're working so hard to get triggered in their bodies. So if they're using electronics that is suppressing those melatonin levels, it's just defeating everything that else that you're doing with them. Those melatonin levels tell your body that it's time to go to sleep. So you want to make sure to put that limit on the electronics for your kids. Otherwise, it's just going to be even more difficult for them to get these healthy sleep habits set up. This is important for you as a grown-up too. If you're looking at an electronic screen up until the time you go to bed, you're not going to sleep as well. I know for myself, I notice a difference. If I'm looking at my computer or if I'm watching a show or just sitting on my phone all the way up until it's time for me to go to bed, I don't sleep nearly as sound and it's harder for me to go to sleep. But if I turn off the electronics and I go do my bedtime routine, it's usually 20 to 30 minutes before I'm ready to get in bed. And just having that half hour of a different routine, not looking at screens, it makes a huge difference when it's time for me to lay in bed and fall asleep. Number five is to decide on a routine that you want to do with the kids. Are you going to do bath, books, bed every night before it's time for bed? Are you going to do story, pray, and sing? Just a simple brush your teeth, wash your face, put your jammies on, set up the diffuser, spray the bed, and pray. You decide what's best for your family. It can be super simple. It doesn't have to be anything extravagant. It can be this long drawn out thing if you really want it to. If you have the time, that's great. 
we don't have the time for anything long and drawn out. Our routines are very simple in the evenings. So for Caleb, he's the two-month-old. It's very simple, very basic. He nurses, diaper, wrap him, cuddle him, and then put him down. Some nights it doesn't quite work out that way. We're still working on getting him to put himself to sleep at bedtime, but we're getting there. So it's super simple with him, and that time tends to be at about between 6 and 7 for him. That tends to be his sweet spot, depending on naps is why that that hour varies. And then with James, he's the almost two-year-old. His bedtime is 7. We'll brush teeth, say goodnight to everybody, so he goes around the house and Okay, go tell daddy goodnight, go tell sissy goodnight, go tell your other sissy goodnight. And usually little brother is already asleep, so he doesn't say goodnight there. And then we go into his room. We usually do some tickles while we're putting jammies on. And then we sit on the rocker and cuddle and read a book. And then we pray and I stand up and he's still small enough where I can hold him and let him lay on my shoulder and we'll cuddle. I don't know how much longer that's going to last because he's getting so big. But I'll stand up and hold him, and he just lays on my shoulder, and I stand there and rock, and I hum. We turn the sound machine on, and then I put him in his crib. He's got his favorite stuffed animal, so he grabs that, and I cover him up with a blanket, and tell him goodnight, I love you, and I leave the room. Shut the light off, close the door. I used to have to use a diffuser, because it was really hard for him to calm down. So we used a diffuser with lavender for a while. We don't use it anymore. He still loves it. We just have it out in the living room now instead of in his room. But it did help for quite a while. So we've got the two boys down and then it's time for Georgia. She's 10 and she does all of her own stuff. So at 8 o'clock she has to go get ready for bed. So she goes in the bathroom, washes washes her face, brushes her teeth, floss, you know, all those things. And then she'll come out and tell everybody goodnight. And then I go in the room with her and we pray and cuddle for a minute and we talk That's usually when we talk about our day or whatever else she wants to talk about. We just spend a little time talking. Sometimes I'll read a story to her. She's got some of her favorite books, and so we'll do a little bit of reading. Lately, though, I think she's just growing up. She doesn't want me coming in her room with her. She comes out and gives me a hug and kiss and tells me goodnight. And I ask her, do you want me to come in and pray with you? Nope, I've got it. So I think she's growing up, and our one-on-one time in the room is dwindling. Makes mama a little sad. Kids are growing up. And then we've got the teenagers. They just do their own thing. Nothing that we do with them for their bedtime routine. They just are on their own. Now, obviously, things happen. And there's days that we detour. If we're out and about or doing something special, then the time might be different. Or we might not do a full routine. Or if George is hanging out with a friend she hasn't seen for a while, there's always exceptions. But they're exceptions, not the rule. It wasn't always that easy. I was a single mom for six years, and I knew nothing about bedtime routines and teaching my child a bedtime routine. I was one of those moms that laid with her child to get them to go to sleep every single night. I didn't teach her healthy sleep habits until she was six when I got married and we moved in together and I realized the importance of it. I remember so many nights when I had things that I needed to get done, but I fell asleep next to her while waiting for her to fall asleep. And then I woke up hours later and nothing got done because it was, I don't know, midnight, one o'clock in the morning. I had to go to sleep. I didn't understand how to create those healthy sleep habits for a child, and it really took its toll on me, especially as a single mom. I was just trying to survive and get through it all. Looking back, it would have been so much easier for me as a single mom to create those healthy habits for her than doing what I did. 
I just didn't know any better. I hope my struggle in learning the hard way can help you avoid those kind of nights. Waiting that long made it really hard to teach her healthy sleep habits, but we made it through. Now at age 10, she sleeps well, never has a struggle sleeping. There's times as we worked on creating those healthy sleep patterns that she'd come into our room and tell us she couldn't sleep or ask a question, and this went on for a while. But each time, I'd give her my attention, I'd answer her question, I'd get her the water, or if it was simply, mommy, I can't sleep, I'd just give her the same answer every time. Okay, go read a book. Eventually, the interruptions got less as we became consistent, and now she does wonderful. I'm starting right away with my boys. James, almost two, puts himself to sleep. We have our routine. Caleb, at two months, he pretty much puts himself to sleep. We're starting them off with positive sleep habits, and it's going to benefit everybody as they grow. It's our job as parents to set our kids up for success. One way to do that is to teach them healthy sleep habits. If your kids don't already have healthy sleep habits, it's going to benefit you all to teach them those healthy habits now. Whatever age they are, there are ways to help them learn healthy habits to set them up for success as they grow. If you need help to get started on your journey, I know it can be difficult. Head over to my website and book a coaching session to get started today. I'll be able to help you set up all the routines that work best for your family and for your schedule and just give you the support that you need as you're going through this difficult season. Let's work together to set our kids up for success as they grow. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you liked the episode, please take a moment to leave a review. This helps to get Restored Mama out there into the world to help more mamas like you find the joy and freedom in the restoration God has waiting for them. If you like Mama's show, leave a review. It will help her get seen. I would love to hear your story, where you're at, and what you're hoping to learn and gain from Restored Mama. Send me an email at restoredmamapodcast at gmail.com to fill me in on your journey. I can't wait to hang out with you again next time. Until then, I hope this has blessed you today, and I can't wait to see what God is going to do in your life.